Levac and Gaz uh, remote. We are remote Levac and Gaz today. Remote because, um, well, I mean, I just didn't want to be around anybody. And, um, you know, just rolling my dogs. You know, just chilling with my dogs. And that's it. And he's watching. We're watching curling. Camo is honestly watching curling. So, um, <laughs> so here USA, we are. USA. USA. Yeah. And, and Levac, not only are we remote, we are trying something different. It is mid-February. We have never not gone live. This is our first ever taped show. We've never not oh, gone live. That? I didn't know we were yeah, I, I think we should. I, I mean, the audio audience does not care, but the video YouTube audience is going to be like, what the hell? Why aren't you guys live? It's on me. I want to try it out. It might be stupid. It might be great. So we are just trying this tape because we have a lot of other things that are coming up on the way for both of us. So we're going to try the taped episode and see. Maybe it'll suck and everybody will tell us they didn't like it. Pierce says, so Camo is not a fan. He's not. I don't know. He like he has not been. He since I've been home today, he has not gone anywhere near me. But as soon as as soon as I like dialed into you on this, he jumped up and sat down. So apparently he has some riveting takes. Uh, he thinks that um, that dog sledding should be a bigger event. He thinks the Browns are back, and uh, George and, is going to repeat. Right. And yeah, yeah. He's he's big big fan of Aga, and uh, that's that. That's all he's got. He keeps trying to bite me now. So. <laughs> He does not find our jokes funny. <clears throat> um, no, uh, NBA All Star Weekend, but I think I think we need there's some some closure for the NFL season before we do all of that. Um, will you leave me alone? <laughs> um, I gotta ask you though, like you know that I've been completely Team Stafford. Like I picked Matt Stafford to win the MVP, not only the season of the Super Bowl. He did neither for me, um, so I'm a little I'm a little salty towards him. But at the same time, I'm curious, do we have proof now that Matt Stafford is is actually a terrible human being? <laughs> I think we do. I think we have proof. If, if you haven't seen it, during the Rams Super Bowl celebration parade, Stafford, his beautiful wife are on stage. It's this picture-perfect moment until the picture becomes a shattered spine uh, as as the the young lady taking the pictures takes one too many steps backwards and goes off the stage, falls at least ten feet, breaks her cameras, those are, those expensive cameras, and fractures her spine. Fractures her spine. Now I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Levac, guys, it's not like Stafford pushed her. How is he a bad person in this? He's a bad person in this because his wife does what any good person would do. She runs up like, oh, my God, that woman fell to her death. Let me go see if I can help. Stafford walks over, goes like the ooh face, and walks away. Just turns tail and runs like, well, she's dead. Got to go find another camera. I've waited this long to be in a Super Bowl celebration. I'm not letting it be ruined by some girl dying taking my picture. Where's the other guy with the camera? Like, is anybody running a, a, a TikTok or a Snapchat around here? Because that chick's dead. He just walks away. To defend Matthew Stafford, to defend him. Here, here's the only how way I can think of it. Okay, and maybe you. And by feel, the way, I'm drinking the Rock's energy drink, so I'm ooh. a good person. I'm a good person. You may have been in the spot before in your life, haven't you? Had maybe a few too many beers, a few too many drinks one night, and just thought in your head, "I'm too drunk for this. Like I'm not in the state to be a responsible person at this point. This is not a me thing right here." For instance, like a lot of times, I'm talking maybe a hundred percent of the times. I am not the Uber guy. I am not the Lyft guy. If it's one o'clock or two o'clock in the morning, somebody else someone, figure that out. And someone says we're calling for a ride. I go, that's not me. I'll tell you where to get the pizza. I'll tell you where the next bar is. 
I am not responsible for Uber or Lyft. That is getting told from the beginning. If a fight is going to break out between two people, I'm going to walk away. I'm not going to be involved with that. That's not a me thing. No, Again, but if a woman fell ten, if a woman fell over ten feet, you wouldn't. You you would not walk away. I would not walk away. However, if I was intoxicated and I was maybe stumbling around like Stafford was from some videos, I would have been like, I can't help you. Look, I'm going to fall in next. I'm going down with you, lady. That's his only defense. That's that's it. That's the only yeah. one he's got. And I'm going to stick by it and hope that he was very intoxicated and said, that's not a me thing right here. I think even that makes him a bad person. Guys, even that makes you a bad person. <laughs> you know what? It's a certain point. Yeah, maybe, maybe. maybe. Right. Even, <laughs> the, here's, here's the only way Stafford's a good person is if we can't see when he turns tail and runs, it's not turning tail and runs. He turns around and is like, I need help for this woman. But normally when you gesture in such a manner, your hands start to point behind you. You're trying, you flail, you try to get attention. I legitimately think he was just like, I worked too hard to get here. I put up with being the Detroit Lions for entirely too freaking long. I'm sorry. I think her name is like Miley or something. I'm sorry, little Miley, who I don't know. Bitch, you better look behind you. Nobody, nobody, nobody pitied me when, you know, Frank Clark hit me or or when I was, you know, Trey Hendrickson was running me over or any of those, like, or, or the, the 60 million times I got sacked from behind and almost broke my back. Nobody cared about that when I was in Detroit. Screw you. I'm out. There's tequila to drink. Like, that's what he did. I, I, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts in my opinion. I, I believe that I would have – I would have been like, yo, I need help. I need help for this girl. Now, the second – the second a responsible adult was on scene, yeah, I'm, I'm out. Where's the next beer? Like, where the party at? Like, she good? Right. She good? She not – just like when your friends fall. You, you good? <laughs> like, like, that's – working out at Best Fitness this morning. I'm, you know, humble brag. And they show us – they wanted um, – Taylor, she, she was the trainer. So they wanted you to do a push-up on kettlebells and push-up and then kick through and do a dip. And she said, like, you know, if you've got the belly area, you may not be able to do a kick through, do this, whatever. So I did the push-up, and I was like, I feel good. I'm going to kick through. I begin to kick through, catch my toes, and eat it. Dude, no one came to help me. No one oh, no. saw me. No one saw me, which is perfect. No one saw me. If I had seen me, I would have, you good? And then, <laughs> if you said yes. Now, if you were hurt, I would have been like, yo, who got, who got like first responder training? Oh, you do? Okay, that's yours. I'm going to go get another push-up in before I quit. <laughs> but you got to look for help first, even if it's me. If I fell off the stage and I saw Matt Stafford look over me like I was a turd about to be flushed, like, and he just went, nope, <laughs> I would be like, F the Rams. <laughs> F the Rams, F Stafford. I hate the Lions now because he was there. Like, I, screw Georgia. Screw, I don't know where he played high school ball. F them. <laughs> he looked at her like you would like a flushing turd. Like, no, that's gone. Like, that's, that was terrible. There was an incident. This is St. Rose like 10 years ago. I'm out with my now wife. She's out with her teammates. And it's got to be 2 o'clock, 2.30. Maybe it's 1.30 in the morning. It doesn't even matter the time. But two of the girls had been drinking, both over 21. And one of the girls is six foot tall. And the other girl was like 5'3". She goes, hey, give me a piggyback ride. So she jumped and went like straight over the top of the girl. Like over jumped her. These are volleyball girls, so that was like yeah. not like a short girl too. Face hits the pavement, and now she's bleeding. The tooth is out, and I'm like, oh, oh. 
Oh man, what do we do here? What are we doing? I mean, she's hammered, faces all banged like. up. And you gotta think she's in season, right? So the coach is gonna know. Like she's right. screwed. She she's been out, she probably has a dry season or whatever. I can't remember the time, but whatever they were, maybe we're in spring ball. So I'm like, oh my God. Like, what do we it's almost goes, we gotta call 911. I'm like, the hospital? Like the ambulance is coming. <laughs> we will get the law. No. <laughs> I mean, she looks she looks good missing a tooth. Like it's a thing. I think she'll be all right. Can't we just bring her back to the I'm thinking of like, oh God, who of this bunch is gonna fix this problem? Like that's what you said. Like, can't we get a right. responsible adult? I wonder if right. Stafford thought, like, oh God, of my teammates? Which no uh, yeah. again, though, no, you saw I that mean, look. You right. saw that. That was not that was not the I need to find help look. That was the I need an alibi. Like, like, like he acted like he pushed her and never liked her. That's yes. what he acted like. Right. A criminal like, is our, is yeah, our this chick, I've never liked her. She never got my good side. Couple pictures looked like my face was fat. Screw this bitch. I pushed her off the stage. I'm glad her back broke and I'm out. That's, that's the, that was the way he walked away. Like he did not have a care in the world. All information included a day later or whatever, they are paying her bills and all that stuff. So that's nice. Well, mind you, it's already a GoFundMe with like over $40,000 in it. But like that, that's also something I like, I'm going to take it a step farther. Matthew Stafford did not make that gesture. Matthew Stafford's wife was like, yo, Matt, did you see what you did? I didn't push her, honey. Yeah, but you walked away like it was nothing. We're paying her bills. I don't care. Okay, fine. Pay her bills. I don't care. She made me look fat in a picture whatever. F her. But like, <laughs> like, He's Matt Stafford. All those years in Detroit made him hard, man. I'm just saying, like, he's got that prison mentality now. He was like, you know, I grew up in Detroit, man. No, you, well, you were in Georgia. Yeah, but I got, I got old in Detroit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I, I turned Grand Torino in Detroit. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm Rick, you know, my lawn. I've seen a lot worse. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a tough day. Frank, fine. fine. Yeah. yeah. You, you see her lungs? No. Then she's fine. <laughs> I remember my first beer my god moral of the story is the moral of the story is get her in front of famous people famous rich people take a spill in front and get it paid for that's what kfc at barstool said i don't know if i'd go that far but still no uh, the moral of the, she's fine the, the moral of the story is if if like matthew stafford lives by ride or die like ride with him or die he don't give a shit <laughs> it don't matter like if you're gonna go out with a stafford you go out with stafford's wife you do not go That's out right. with Matthew Stafford. Stafford <laughs> Stafford's wife going to get you home to make sure she probably win woman. You probably try to get you hooked up. Matthew Stafford, you fall off the bar stool. He's going to walk away like he never even saw you. He's going to be like, <laughs> I don't know, that dude dead. I'm going to move on to the next one. There's got to be more people. Meanwhile, I'm playing tug of war with the dog. I'm just saying, screw you, Matt Stafford. Well, while you're playing tug of war, there's another quarterback that's found himself in controversy. But before we get to that, I know some people who would definitely have helped that wonderful photographer, and that's the people at Mohawk Honda. They oh, yeah. would have stopped the Harrington family. The Harrington family, made a human ladder yes. down to her. They would have caressed her in, in safety, made sure her back didn't move until until someone showed up in a Honda Passport or Pilot and 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 rescued that young lady. That's what the Harrington family would have done. That's right. Greg Johnson would have looked like Superman out there. He would have been full Clark Kent. He would have had the whole thing ready to go. Iron he would Man's have dove Cam first and That's landed right. under her and took the brunt <laughs> of the whole thing. That's right. Human That's what they shield. Would have done. Everybody's got a nickname over there. Greg the Human Shield Johnson would have right in there. John in service would have been like Thor. Oh. He would have opened up the stage and fixed the problem right there. Those are how his Marine Corps are. training would have kicked in. He would have had her helivacked out. No helicopter. He would just he would have made the noise and ran away with her 
to the hospital. It would have been perfect. Don't you want a vehicle from superheroes? That's what's happening at Mohawk Honda in Glenville. Wherever you're listening to this, it is worth the drive to Freeman's Bridge Road in Glenville to get yourself a new rod. I've got the new rod, the 2022 Pilot EXL. Now you can do the same for yourself. Head over to Glenville. LeVac and I will be back in Mohawk Honda on March 10th. Mark that on your calendar. We got some really cool stuff coming up for our March show. But make sure you're looking for a new vehicle in 2022. The best spot for you is to work with those superheroes, the people that would save you. If you fell off a stage in front of an NFL quarterback, that is the crew at Mohawk Honda. They always go out of the way to please you, even with events like that. I was over at uh, Cumberland Farms, not far from my house, and guy I haven't seen in 100 years comes out. He goes, where'd you get that truck? Dude, never seen before, old guy. And he's like, like and we both look over at him. He goes, you know Jeff Levac? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, and I'm like confused. I don't know where this is going. Like, I thought the guy was going to be like, he's a dick. He goes, well, then you know he got it at Mohawk Chevrolet. All he ever talks about is, is Andy Gelcher and Jeff Harrodin and everybody. Like, you know that's where he got it. And he, like, walked away. Like, he judged this dude, like, instantly. And walked away. I'm like, he's not wrong. He's not He's not wrong. I mean, I did get it over at Mohawk. That's why. <laughs> but it was kind of, like, funny. I had this guy I don't know who just – it's like, what kind of moron doesn't know where Jeff Levac gets his vehicles? That one, I don't know. He, I mean, he didn't know, dick. Is that, is that guy considered being your agent? Were you filming a live commercial and didn't even realize it? <laughs> I had I had some of the most like like I know it sounds it probably sounds like humble brag, stupid stuff, but it like the most interesting people recognize me week I've had since we left radio. Ooh. So like that happened where this like again, I hadn't seen this kid Steve in a hundred years. Not Steve Harridan, of course, of the great Harridan clan. Um, but that happened where some dude was like, You don't know where he got his truck? Uh, I had to go to DMV on Monday. The security guard, as I'm leaving, goes, he's like, a, it's like it's connecting sheriff. He's like, miss you on the radio. I'm like, okay, wow, okay, all right. That's, I'll take that. Very cool. Um, and then, like, two more times, like, I'm on the phone with um, with the people who own the Schenectady Armory because we're, we're trying to find a couple different places to practice indoors and stuff. And at the very end, he goes, and by the way, LeVac, I mean, he called me Jeff the entire call. By the way, LeVac, miss you on the radio. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, yeah. each one got a podcast i just said uh, levac and god that's levac. right hey i do the same yeah. thing I, I had a guy on thursday come up to me i want to get close to the camera on this he just looked me dead in the eye he goes hey who are you like, what? <laughs> what? Goes, what's your name i go tom gazlowski he goes it's not it i, I go what <laughs> I, go, maybe, I go maybe you know me as goss he goes that's it i like you man i like your stuff on the radio i miss you like, all right, thank you. And then just walked away. I'm like, what What just happened? Why were you so close to my face, sir? And who had are you? <laughs> just had to be done. walked away. Had, yeah. had to be done. Yeah, it's, <laughs> Very it's strange been, it's been, that. I do love it. Like, when we were doing the show, I used to, they used to make me feel, like, awkward and uncomfortable. But now that, like, we're, you know, we're just, we're doing this and we're having fun. And, I'm, and I have, like, real work I have to do with, with the Empire and, and with Tech East. To just have people randomly come up to me and be like, hey, want to talk sports? I'm like, yes. Yes, I'd love to just talk sports today. Uh-huh. <laughs> another guy another guy on Tuesday just wanted to stop what he was doing. I was getting a drink on Tuesday. He just goes, Yankees, let's talk about them, guys. I'm like, okay. I mean, I don't know yeah. who you are, but sure, we'll right. do five minutes on right. the Yankees. I'll do a right. bit with you right now. Uh, all right, so let's talk about that quarterback. Let's pay off that tease. Patrick Mahomes, What? what is? have you read these reports? Because we got some interesting clashes going on on social media involved with this Mahomes stuff. I think you and I saw the same story. Well, the, the thing I saw first – made me really, really – I think I might be looking at something slightly different than you're looking at. The first thing I saw is that he 
allegedly had told his his fiance and his brother they weren't allowed to be at games anymore because they were too much of a distraction. At which time I went, here's a dude who gets it. Here's a guy who understands it. You know, look, yes, you're a professional player and all this other stuff, but you're at work, you know? Sweetie, if you're going to ruin the office for me, you can't come to the office, okay? That's just all there is to it. Little brother, if you're going to be a dickbag, you can't come to the office. You just can't do it. Then it turned out that was all false and they made it up. So now I hate Pat Mahomes. Well, hey, hang on. So so I think we got to add some context to this because the story you're talking about came from a Fox Sports former NFL player who was just getting scoops all day today. And the reason yeah. it sounds like it's false is because TMZ Sports said it's false. And also our pal Matt Vergeram at Fansided, who was on the Pat McAfee show. Shout out to Matt, man, with Linda Cohn filling in. The Oswego connection got him onto that, so shout out to him. But the context behind that story, and I think you and I can share some stories about this, is that what happened was a random number that nobody knows started texting people who are connected in the NFL and shared that story. So Verderam got that oh. text. Uh, another NFL insider got that text. The Fox Sports radio host, I think his name's like Eric Oberger. I probably butchered his last name. But Umberger, Sports, or Umberger. Umberger, right. Cover San Diego State out there on the West Coast. It's like Eric. <laughs> so I, I bring that up because Boomer Esiason, I think less than a month ago, got a text from an unknown number claiming that Aaron Rodgers was going to boycott the Super Bowl. So it seems as if there's either one well, person or turned multiple. Turned out that was kind of true. Right. You know, he, <laughs> he didn't show did up. did it in right. his own way. He <laughs> just must... had to play San Francisco, which doesn't work out for him. That's right. So either there's one person who's getting everybody who's in the media's number and texting them wrong information, or there's multiple people doing this. I'm trying to think. That's just Matt Stafford because he's a prick. That's probably what it is. <laughs> even though the story's wrong, and even though Mahomes is not banning his fiance and his brother. Think now. Has, has anyone ever done this to you and I? where we've been fed really bad information and we either went with it or didn't go with it because we thought it was too sketchy. We, we've definitely had it. Um, I'm trying to remember cause I know it happened and I think we did. It, you know what I think it was? I think somebody, somebody gave us that, what that New York porch, the ones who they're the parody account that pretends to be New York post. Yes. It was something with that. And one of our producers sent that into us or something. And right before we went with it, we found out it was fake. Yeah, the only reason I remember, remember it is because when Joey Haas let us know when we landed in Miami that Kobe Bryant had passed away, I refused to believe him because we had been fed so much negative, false crap that it took hours and hours for me to take him seriously with that Kobe Bryant had passed away. That's the only reason I remember. But there was a couple guys we had working for us that would fall for whatever and just send it right in. And they'd be so excited to get a scoop and they'd send it right into us. And like, there's more often than not one of the two of us would know it was fake. So like you would start the story and I'd be like, eh! or I would start the story. And you'd be like, I'll let you go if you want, but you're not, it's not true. Like That's right. most, most of the time we got really, we got lucky with a lot of that stuff where it had already got somebody else and we were able to laugh at the person it got before we got to it. Yes, I think that's that's the key right there. Like, and, and you see on our visual side here, we got ball sack sports. Everybody's getting busted with ball sack sports right now. That all they're doing is putting up graphics. And if anybody oh. sees a graphic with a quote on it, they everybody runs yeah. and believes it's true. Uh, from the unidentified number stuff, I feel like there was a span in two weeks. This was like a few years ago. That like two week window where anything involving Siena basketball or Jimmy Patsos, we were getting fed yeah. like. The most outrageous oh. stories, and especially you, with the, the Patino, Patino stuff. Gate. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> like it wasn't even just Patino. Like some of the stuff we never even mentioned because 
it was just so outrageous, the stuff we were getting fed. And luckily, my brain has been able to wash some of it away. But I remember texting you, uh, AJ Cannell, and Gardner Royce over at CBS 6. I'm like, guys, I just got another story. Have you heard this <laughs> from anybody? Like, who was giving me this info? It was daily that you and I would be like, can't do that one. Can't do that no, one. No. Can't do this or, one. Or I get, Or I get super quiet on the air. While I'm Googling 16, trying to find a better source, something I believe. <laughs> like, you think about how bad I, they could have got me my source about the Raiders going to Vegas. Cause yeah. I went with that. Like, I went one source on that. I didn't even look for anybody else. Turned out it was, you know, it's a very valuable source who I trust very much, obviously. But like, that's one that could have got us. But we've been pretty lucky with that. I think, I think also because of the way we always did the old show. The old show was like, all right, it's three o'clock in the afternoon you've already heard most of this news. So let's take the time to put a new angle, new spin, something entertaining behind it instead of being first. Because like, it's the guys who want, who have to be first who get popped all the time. Yeah. And LeVac, you beat me to it. I love when you and I are thinking the same things, right? So I don't, this, I don't. This, this Fox Sports not video host drink. had a random person text him and he's like, you know what? Screw it. I'm not a journalist. Yeah. I'm not a big, I, I'll put it on Twitter and see what happens. So what happens now that he might've got this story wrong? He basically can say, hey, I had a source text me that this was true. Come to find out it got super popular. It may not have been true. So what happens? Does he go to like journalism jail? Do they lock him up? Look, I get it. You want to be right. But he's going to have so much more Twitter followers and engagement and reaction and everything. He's going to like, you know what? I missed it. I got bad, bad information. I'm sorry. I'm not going to delete the tweet. I'll own it. As bad as that information is, I would have never known about that guy until today. Ever like people are, but it, it depends what like the story crazy. is too, though. It depends what the story is too, though. Because like this is like everything that we're talking about now, for the most part, is kind of lighthearted. It's not that serious. I mean, who doesn't remember Shane Spencer Gate? It can it can spiral right. your career downward. You know, if you I don't know, you're you're on a ESPN affiliate in upstate New York, and someone calls up and pretends to be former Yankee Shane Spencer and goes into great detail about steroid abuse for, I don't know, everybody from Derek Jeter to, like, your mom. Uh, and then you never question if they're really Shane Spencer. And it turns out they were never Shane Spencer. And then that entire show is still trying to get back on the radio. <laughs> One of them works here. <laughs> One of them works for you. <laughs> yeah. I, One yeah, of them is that's... your best friend. The other one works for you. That's weird. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, you know what? To that point and like how things have changed now, right? Like, I wonder if more people are going to jump on this. I think that's the point of this, right? Like the Mahomes thing, the ball sack sports thing, even a little bit the Spencer thing. If if that happened on a podcast, guess what? You hop on the podcast, you say, Hey guys, uh, I screwed up. This isn't yeah. Spencer, but we're gonna air it for 20 minutes. So, like you could right. do that. And have fun with it and be like, you know what? I, I screwed up. Like, my bad. But I'm going to keep the podcast up so you guys can hear what happened. New school, that could be fine. Old school, you could never do that. Like, I guess what I'm getting at is if I get fed sources now, I'm probably going to still text you and be like, this doesn't make sense. But I might run to social media a little quicker than I did before. It's a little wild, wild west out here in non-traditional media. Well, if I think I got a story, I'm going to do it. I'm freaking pissed because I missed that Dwayne Killing story, and I should have tweeted it when I had it. I would have scooped everybody. That's why I'm a little bitter about that. You one. also love the thought of being the guy to do that to people too. You just, you just haven't put enough work into it. If we're being real. <laughs> when you had the, the entire time that your pro, your profile picture was, was Woj. <laughs> and you were trying to get people to believe you were Adrian Wojnarowski and giving out NBA scoops that weren't real. 
Yeah. I'm so, so close. So close <laughs> to breaking through. I could feel it. <laughs> that New York torch there, the the ones that pretends to be New York Post. Um, they did a graphic the other day, and it was like, I think it was LeBron. It was like LeBron disappointed in, in Snoop Dogg for smoking marijuana or something like that. I can't remember who it was. I just say LeBron. And people were freaking out. How do you not know? How do you not know that Snoop smokes weed? And finally, people were like, dude, it's a parody account. That's not real. None of this shit happened. What's wrong with you? <laughs> like, it is, it is. The, not, being the one who never gets caught is like, is why, is what I'm about. Like, I try, I try my ass off not to get caught. I don't want, I don't want to give out the false information. I'd rather give out no information. Keep your mouth shut. You thought a fool instead of open it and, and remove all doubt. That's that's where I live. And speaking yeah. of keeping your mouth open, if you uh, keep your mouth open when you sleep, you might be snoring. Could be. <laughs> what a you could be snoring. Look at, you could be. Look at this. <laughs> so that's why I mean, me horrible snoring. Uh, you hear all these commercials for junk sleep, sleep apnea, horrible snoring, um, just all around bad experience trying to sleep. Until I met Dr. Fred Dreer in the Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa. 518-885-6185. 518-885-6185. Dr. Dreer and the team are amazing. Some of the most friendly, great people you ever meet. Do a big scan. Make sure everything's healthy. Make sure there's nothing wrong in there that needs to be taken care of beyond snoring. And then, if you're like me, you get a mouth, the whole thing done, and then you get a mouthpiece. It stays in there. It doesn't cover my face. It can sleep on my side, my back, wherever I want. Airways open, sleeping better. Simple, easy to travel with, clean with. The whole nine. It's just the mouthpiece is the way to go for me. Could be for you as well. Dr. Fred Dreer, Integrative Sleep Center in Boston Spa, 518-885-6185. Help me sleep better. It will help you sleep better too. All right. Mahomes you know, sleep. Got yeah, Mahomes sucks. He's almost sleeping right now the New York Knicks. Ah, they suck again. Oh, my the God. Only, what a, what a the collapse against thing, Brooklyn. The only good thing, and it's this is, this is when you know, like, how – reverse this is from last year because like last year Thibodeau was like the hero of the world Julius Randle got his act together RJ Barrett was starting to look like he might might really be a legit two you know maybe somebody who you could build a team with or whatever and then this year it's just right off the cliff the reason you know they're that bad the only thing I think I have left to look forward to this season as a Knicks fan is Obi Toppin in the slam dunk contest that's all I've got is Obi Toppin like help me Obi Toppin you're my only hope I mean that's this is what I've I'm full blown fat bearded Princess Leia over here. Ho- help me, Obi Obi Toppin. <laughs> Come on, let's go. It's I'm bad. Ro- it's not good. I'm rooting for Obi too. I got some I got some interesting takes on the Obi thing coming up. And by the way, you know, I, I'll just give one thing on this. I'm not, I'm convinced Tom Thibodeau didn't want him. Like that's the story that's been out there for the last couple of months is that you're a big fan of Obi Toppin. I liked Obi Toppin. We were covering that draft when the Knicks decided to take him. Obi Toppin could have even been more popular if that March Madness COVID doesn't get shut down, how far he could have taken Dayton. Not Duke, not Kansas, Dayton. How much more popular he could have been if he had to play in that March Madness tournament. But it looked like Tom Thibodeau didn't want him because he didn't fit his scheme and like the PR management people. Uh, what was Wild West Coast? I'm forgetting his name right now. But yeah, all those guys. World Wide West. I want to call him Chanel West Coast from ridiculousness there for a second. <laughs> that those Close guys enough. wanted him because he was more marketable and blah, 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 New York City kid, all that stuff. But th- this is what it feels like for the Knicks. Is Tom Thibodeau just wearing on these guys? Like you would just mention it too. Like he's a good coach. He turned it around, coach of the year, all that stuff, got all the praise. I wonder if he's just one of these personalities, these people where it's just so hard to show up to work every day and work for that guy. It happened in Chicago. 
the Jimmy Butler thing's a little different in Minnesota, but these are basically the same guys. It's basically the same roster. And all of a sudden they went from a contender to not any good. You got to look at something. I'm not saying fire them, but I wonder if it's just a personality flaw, coaching flaw, wherever uh, Buck Showalter might be one of these guys in baseball. Yeah. Right? It just goes a certain distance. Terry Francona maybe is in that mix too. The Boston thing is a little different though with the chicken and beer and everything, but there are just certain managers that enough's enough and people get sick of it. And that seems to be what's happening with Tibbs in New York. I, I, I don't know. Like it, it kind of feels like everything that, that went right last year is going wrong for the most part this year. Like, you're up 28 points on the freaking Nets and you lose the game. Like how? How? And, and I'm not. I'm not talking about the big three Nets. I'm talking about the Seth Curry Nets. You know. I'm. You know. Like what? How do you do that? Like everybody bought into Tibbs last year. Um, Julius Randle was a completely better player. You know. Is it? Is it bringing in a guy like Kemba Walker who doesn't? Which is a swing and a miss. And does that set you back? Does that? Does that hurt you in some way? I, I really don't know how it happens and i and you know i'm glad you said i'm not saying fire tips but like how how does it go so far the other way like how this time last year it was it was it was it was tips for president like you know he was people looking at that goofy oddly bald man and like wanted to kiss his head like you know it was and now it's i hear people just want like they want to run out of town on a pole like there's something something happened a year ago this time, Leon Rose is a genius. World Wide West knows his stuff. Tibbs is the coach we've always needed. Julius Randle, you talk about Obi, Obi Toppin. Obi Toppin's growth gets stunted because how well Julius Randle plays. All these things. And then, poof, all gone. Like, all, all gone. Like, I don't know. Like, Do you look through the roster and go, you got rid of too many glue guys? You know, everybody, did the success hurt these guys? It's just. Or is this just what it, life is as a Knicks fan? Just deal with the fact that you're going to be you're going to get like glimpses of success, just enough to let you believe, and then f you, you're buried. Yeah, you know what? I'll add one more thing to that. Do they just get satisfied? Which is a bizarre thing to say as a Knicks fan. Did everybody just look at last season and say, "Oh my God, they're back to the playoffs"? Oh my God, they want a playoff game. Remember that celebration after they beat the Hawks and the poor Herder yeah. family's getting heckled? A uh, bing bong and everything. It was like they won the championship when they won one playoff game last year for the Knicks. And what it seems like is they got satisfied. Tibbs and the management said, this is our roster. We can win with Julius Randle. We can win with the guys on our team right now. You mentioned some guys aren't there anymore from previous years, but like right. they said, this is the nucleus of guys in the core we can win with. But what happened in the East is Miami's always good and they got better. Philadelphia didn't have Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid now. Right. It might actually be a better play without him. Uh, Chicago went out and got Chicago aggressive. In the, right. They got aggressive in the offseason and found players. Uh, Boston's always had a young nucleus of players, and they continue to improve. Cleveland, holy, like they came out of nowhere. Right. Milwaukee is not improved, but I don't want to play them in the playoffs. Everybody else around them just did more. The Eastern Conference just said, okay, we got to add some pieces so we can be competitive. And it's bizarre because you and I do, have done this so many times. Like the Knicks should sign this massive free agent. The Knicks should sign this guy. Like we've done that to nausea. And finally they don't do it and they win. And now they're not winning. I'm like, you know, they could have brought in some more pieces. <laughs> like, well, I feel like I'm, right. I feel like I'm a hypocrite, but it feels like it's the right answer this time. But it's, it's not, I think it's worse. I think it's worse than that because it's not just, they should have brought in pieces. 
it feels like no one wants to be here. So, like, that was the beauty of last season. Like, if you're being a realistic Knicks fan, it's great you made the postseason. It's great you look good. You won a game against the Hawks team with, a, you know, a legit young superstar, nice try. Like, it's all great. Realistically speaking, the best thing that happened was if I'm a if I'm a star free agent, I look at the way that team was playing and I go, I want to go be a part of that. Like Tibbs is making people play defense. I like that. Let's go. Like, maybe I don't want to play defense, but as long as the other four dudes are, it'll probably be okay. You know, like people are at least considering it. Doesn't feel like that. And the and the worst part of where we're at right now, at least we used to be able to blame Dolan. Like James Dolan, he hasn't come out as hot as like he's, I don't know if JD and a straight shot are on a tour in like Zimbabwe or some shit. I don't know. But like, you can't even blame Dolan. Like, you can't even, the normal stuff. Like, what we know, like, like, oh, the Knicks suck. Dolan. It's not even that. Like, I don't, unless he's, unless he's like behind the scenes being a D bag. I don't, like, it doesn't compute. You did everything right. You weren't that flashy. You had a, a great core of guys you could build around and then all out the window. Thanks. Thanks for bringing that up. Piece of <laughs> All right, well, we'll get to we'll get to Obi Toppin here. We'll talk about something exciting. We'll talk about Obi Toppin yeah. and the All Star Weekend coming up. But first, I want to tell you about our friends over at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, guys. The sports calendar is getting a little bit lighter than before. Maybe you whiffed and struck out on Valentine's Day. That's okay. Lily and David Fine Jewelers can help you at their new location, the Shops of Wilton, off of Route 50. Stop it in their new spot. I've had the opportunity to do it. It's awesome to have the selection that you're looking for for her. Now, even me saying that the selection for her, some of you are confused by that statement. Be like, I don't know what that even means, guys. I don't <laughs> even know what I'm looking for. I'm going to walk in completely lost. Don't worry. I've done the same thing at Lily and David Fine Jewelers, but they will help you find that engagement ring if you're looking for it. Take advantage of the two-for-one wedding band. Says, I like putting the wedding band right to the camera on the video side as if they don't believe me. That's right there. You see it? Yeah. Lily and David, they help you She said it. yes. You like apples? She said yes. How you like them apples? <laughs> Walk in and ask David if that's how you should do your proposal and see his reaction. He's got a very like Donald Sutherland feel to him, by the way. He's got like a, the old school Donald Sutherland feel to him. So I feel like he's going to be like, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. But Lily and David Fine Jewelers help you find whatever you're looking for, whether it's the anniversary of the birthday or you're celebrating a great moment in your lives. They'll help you find exactly what she's looking for. Engagement wing, wedding band, whatever fits her style, her fashion and more. They'll help you find it again at their new location, the Shops of Wilton off of Route 50. It's Lily and David Fine Jewelers. And when you stop in, tell me you heard about Gaza's story. Tell me you heard about LeVac doing that from Gaza, the media, and the LeVac and Gaza show. <laughs> Sorry, I just looked up while the while you were doing that, and it's uh, it appears as though uh, Russia is in fact going to uh, invade Ukraine. Okay, so we're gonna pause. No! Everything's doing good. Yeah. So here we go. All right, good time. And that I don't know why, but the angry puppet from uh, from Jeff Dunham is on uh, all the news channels explaining what we're gonna do back. Oh no, that's Biden. Oh, sorry, I didn't know. He looks just like the angry. Was it Walter, <laughs> the old puppet from Jeff? Dunham. It is Walter. Yes, he looks just like him. It is not. I don't like. This is not a political statement. This is legitimately just uh, like th I looked up and it was, and he had the whole like. I thought he was going to start messing with peanut. Like it's, I wish he just would have said it was the Jeff Dunham puppet, and then my mind would have been like, wow, what was what channel was Black <laughs> watching? Are they just doing? Is that like a new bit on the Comedy Central instead of the Daily Show? They're just doing puppets giving news. Right. And Biden said he's convinced Putin has made the decision to invade Ukraine. And then and then next to the little purple guy with green hair went, it was weird. And then 
Sort of Jeff Dunham reference. Sorry. Crank anchors are on after this. Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel's gonna do prank calls. <laughs> Special Ed's coming back. I'm gonna go all the way back to the jerky boys. Oh man. Put on my shoes and my glasses so I have them. Um Obi Toppin, second second shortest odds to win the dunk contest. I need that. I need that in my life. I watched the uh, I looked at the lineup for the celebrity game, the celebrity all-star game, and I don't know any of them. So uh, I won't be watching that. You know the coach though, my guy Bill Walton's out there coaching him up. Uh, He's gonna be so high. Uh, He's gonna yeah, be so much saying. hot. Right. I was I look at like like one of the bachelors is out there. Like I, I looked it up earlier. Just nobody... Miles Garrett's out there, Kane Brown, Tiffany Haddish. After that, it's rough. That's it. Machine Even Gun that, Kelly, that... MGK, Eastside Cleveland Wild. The Boy. only thing the only thing I can really hope is that Miles Garrett brings his own helmet. And clubs machine gun Kelly over the head. That's the only that's the only way this game is entertaining to me. I cannot stand machine gun Kelly. Oh, come on. Some, some of his songs aren't terrible, but I mean very few. But yeah, he's just a he's just a stain on the underwear of the world. Very bad. Why don't be, uh, you know what? I was gonna say, why don't people hate Machine Gun Kelly more? Actually, most people do because he did the classic crossover of I want to be a rapper, then I'm gonna go to rock. Why would you piss off those fan bases? Where rap fans are going to say you went rock, and then rock fans are going to say you're invading. I don't. I mean, you've you've been in rock radio before and covered rock. Can you imagine yeah. someone infiltrating rock from hip hop and thinking like, oh, I'm going to get number one? Okay, they hate for machine it, gun. I mean, well, kind of, kind of like it, it works a little bit sometimes. Like, like Kid Rock went went like rap to rock to country kind of thing. Like you, like you know, Run DMC when they did Walk This Way with Aerosmith. Like, there's a history of it. The guy's a freaking turd. Like he's 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 Pete Davidson without big dick energy, like he's just it's just like I, I really hope that Kanye stops going after Pete Davidson even though he's the one dating Kim and just gets the mistaken and goes for the other gangly white dude who has too many tattoos and just they're takes friends that machine too. Kelly. Are they Pete really? Davidson, machine gun, they're best friends. They're actually sense. best friends. That makes well again though they're two like dudes like that should not be with two of the hottest women on the planet. Like they just should like he's got Megan Fox and he's got Kim Kardashian like. Like what? I mean, listen. I get it. I'm a I'm a underpaid fat guy who's missing a tooth in upstate New York. I should not have them, but neither should they. I thought you had your tooth fixed. No, I well, I've got the no. The post is set, so now I think the mold done. Oh. So what? So when you were doing the chicken winging contest, yeah, I had to go to the dentist, Doctor Schmel, as I call him, the Novocaine Ninja, because he is amazing. Like he gets in there, you don't even feel the needle, and then you feel nothing. Um, they had to do an uncovering because the gum heals over the post while the post is. So they had to cut all the gums back and then put a cap on it. Now I got to go yeah, bust a cap on me. And now I got to go to my other dentist. I got to have a mold done. I get the tooth. The tooth goes in. I'm hopefully going to have a tooth, tooth before. My goal is before the Empire season starts on April 23rd when the Albany Empire will begin their home season at the MVP Arena. MVP is handing out free boomsticks for the kids. MVP Arena. I suggest this: do it right at midfield. Do the Just whole thing. Well, Just that part won't be a halftime show. Like, like they're gonna. It's it's, but it's a mold. Like they make the tooth and then they just pop it in. It's not the painful part are done. I, the extraction people would have enjoyed. That hurt like hell. <laughs> that was the worst thing, because I had a root canal that got messed up, so there was an infection. So when that tooth broke, when they were pulling it out, guys. It, like, if you took a bag of skunks, killed them, left them in the sun for a month, 
F you, Peter. And that smelled better than what came out of my dead tooth. I swear, it was it was the worst. <sighs> I know you heard it. Like, friggin' camel heard bag of dead skunks. She's like, I'll roll on that. Well, get go away. <laughs> By the way, uh, the other people in the dunk contest against Obi Top and Jalen Green from the Rockets. Juan, Loser number one. Toscan Anderson, and then Cole Loser Anthony, Greg, Greg Anthony's son for the Magic are going to be in the dunk contest. Loser number three. Get out of here. Go away. Shoot. Uh, a Long lot of people suggested in the past to the three-point shootout should have been actually the end. Steph Curry's not in it this year. Uh, still some really good shooters. Luke Kennard, Patty Mills, Fred Van Vliet, Trey Young, Zach Levine, Desmond Bain, CJ McCollum. And for whatever reason, Carl Anthony Towns is in the three-point shootout this year. I hope he wins. I'm really kind of. Did you see the skills challenge, the way they changed it? So yes. it's like teams now? So it's Yeah, so it's teams. The way so it's teams, got, though? I got it. So it's like rookies halves right. onto the Kumpo. Huh. Right, right, right. So it's yeah, so you got the rookies, you got Cade Cunningham, Josh Giddy, F them, uh, Scotty Barnes. Go, Camel, go down. Pain in the ass. Um, and then the Cavs, which that's cool, have the guys representing the hometown team. Whatever. I don't care about that. Evan Mobley, whatever. But to have just the Antakumo family like be, be in it is insane to me. Stop. Go lay down. Oh, you're adopted. I, I um, wish I, I'm cool to change though. He I'm stopped cool. and looked at me like. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of okay with. Here's the thing about these changes in these uh, skills competitions. I saw the NHL one from Vegas, and they were shooting it on like outside in the water. I'm like, I don't know what I'm watching, but this looks awesome. I was against the home run derby changing the format, and what a great move that was changing mm-hmm. that. So as much as you know this, I resist change. Some of these and these exhibition skill competitions are awesome i'm cool with giving this a shot and i also want them to bring back when they had current nba player former nba player and wnba player doing like the layup free throw three-point half-court shot i wonder if it's because of timing and television the half-court shot was taking up too much time or something but yeah that's i'll I'll also watch i still think it's cool to watch that stuff on saturday night well the the beauty of this is as a Knicks fan, right? We, have I reached my lowest point yet? No, because if Obi Toppin doesn't win the slam dunk contest, and then the other Antetokounmpo's play really well, which one of them has been in the farm system for the Knicks before, uh, then then I've I've hit rock bottom. Until next year, when the family team is the Ball family, that's when that's when it all gets better. That's when it all that's a the 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 three Bs big baller brand team is out there just getting crazy. That's what's up. So it would be uh, Lonzo, Lamelo, Leangelo. You want Lavar out there with him too? Uh, I don't want him out there, but I don't know how you would keep him back in that point. I don't. I mean, there's just a part of me that like Lavar would get out there and find Jordan, like Michael Jordan. Like, you want me? One on one? Like he would just go never lost, Jordan. <laughs> he would just lose his mind. He would just go nuts. You know what? I would like, you know what? Here's what I'd really like to see. The entertainment value of it. Give me that next year. And can we please get Zion a dunk contest? Can we get Zion to lay off the beignets? You know, I'm a Zion fan. Get him out there. Now they said they don't know when he's coming back. Now there's a rumor that they don't know if they're going to extend his contract. Why would they? He hasn't played for him. Like, right. I wish we could have well, got a Zion a dunk contest. That would have been great. I think I need to get Zion to best fitness with me for the B-Fit 60 on uh, <laughs> Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. That's what we need to do. I mean. I, look, he, he 
Zion freaks me out when it comes out when you talk about that last contract. It's not exactly the same, but it's very Saquon Barkley to me. Like, can you let that dude go? Because if it's right, he is a freak. But it hasn't been right yet. What tells me it's going to be right? Can you be can you be the GM who lets Zion Williamson go with the risk of him going to the Knicks? He said he liked playing at MSG. Goes to the Knicks, gets it together, and, and is the beast he's supposed to be. Can you let Saquon Barkley go and is potentially the beast he's supposed to be? I, I, I don't know. I think I'd be too scared. It's so hard with the Zion thing because you can just kind of tell he doesn't want to be there and someone's in his ear. It's yeah. like, okay, there's a combination of we can get you out of here because Anthony Davis got out of here and Chris Paul got out of here. And also, hey, you're 22 or 23. You actually can't just walk on the gym and be the best anymore. Like right. you've hit the level of life now where you were Zion Williamson, uh, superstar since you were 15. You were Zion at Duke and they had the Zion came when you were just sitting on the bench. This is the NBA now. Like you got to put some time in at the gym and it's every day. It's something different. Like look at Zion's shape now. And that like, depending on what you want to watch on social media, either Zion shredded or Zion can't fit in a four XL hoodie. Like that's just wherever you want to go with it. I want to see him play again. There's a lot of people who have trouble fitting in four XL hoodies. Okay. Let's not make that a thing. Yeah. You offended my dog. My dog is offended. Sorry. That's He just laid up. Um, Yeah. I, I just don't know if I can let that guy go. Like, I think I'd have to get something for him. Would you still? What would you give for Zion now? If you were, if, if you're Leon Rose, Worldwide West, you know whoever else is not making good decisions in New York, do you still give a first round pick? For sure, I would probably give even lottery. Oh yeah, I'd probably give two first round picks and an all star player for Zion. You know, all star player could be this season. I'm trying to think of a team that would make sense for him, like Julius Randle in the next first pick. Yeah. I would do that if I was. I mean, the only guy. I, I mean, if I was the Knicks, I would do it. Yeah, right. I don't know if they would accept it, but I mean, I would. They, but here's Can't the problem. Give you with Barrett. Right. Here's the problem with the Knicks, though, too. Right. Like they probably wouldn't do that trade because everybody wants to see Zion get back on the floor. Like no one's gonna. It isn't a Ben Simmons situation. Like Ben Simmons right. was healthy and just being a baby about it. Zion, they actually need him back on the floor for anybody to trade for him. That same thing with Sa- Saquon eventually got back on the field after his injuries, and statistically, he wasn't as great as he was before, but. Zion actually has to show teams like, hey, I'm not fat. And then we hold can talk on, about a sorry, trade. Sorry, if you, you said Ben Simmons with a baby. Hold on, I have to read this. Uh, we here at LeVac and Gods take mental illness very seriously and hope that Ben Simmons will get the help that he needs to progress as a better person in society. Sorry. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Can't do that. Thank you. For oh, wait, hold on. The oh, rest no, of the media doesn't give a shit because they're all mentally weak. I didn't write that. I didn't write that. <laughs> ben Simmons faking the mental health, my God. He did. He did. He did. Oh, he did. God. But you can't. But you can't say it anymore. You can't. No. You can't. Thank you for covering my butt there for the yeah, HR department. Right, right. Oh, for, for, furthermore, Gaz will volunteer for the next charitable event the Levac hosts for the Albany Empire and or Techies Fire and Water Restoration for free to make up for these things. Well, wow, that was very nice of you. I'm glad that you sent that over. That was very nice of you. Wrong my mic. I don't yeah. know how that got in there. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure how. Put that back, in there. Uh, oh, oh, more. We have another um, letter. Where are these coming from? Yes, I think it's, I think it's coming from the uh, the CEO of Godzilla Media. Um, <laughs> Gaz will also help work the Empire booth for Levac at the Beer Summit on the 26th in Saratoga. Even though he will have to see his former employer, who so he does not like very much. Okay, there you go. That's the last Pass. one. That's, 
<laughs> That's gonna be a no for me, John. I want to get like a God's face mask made and just wear that around and see if I can make everybody wet themselves. I think that would be the, the beauty of that. Go ahead. I was gonna tell you, my dog just bit my finger. You go ahead. No, you say, go ahead. If incidents like that happen where you might need someone on your side for the right insurance claim, you can get that at Northeastern Insurance. Remember, the things that are important to you, your small business, your home, your car, whatever is valuable to you, or you just want somebody What about your, your cell phone that my dog just kicked out of my hand? My dog just said nerd and slapped the cell phone out of my hand. Jared, can you cover cell phones? Ask Jared Lozier, 518-956-3753. 518-956-3753. Look back, text Jared that and say, can you cover cell phones if my dog kicked it off your own cell phone right now? J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. J-A-R-E-D-L at N-E-Mail.com. Again, 2022. You know it. You know the year. But you got to make sure you're saving cash. It's so important. You're just assuming that your insurance that you're paying for is the right price. Let him shop the market for you and get a better quote. One email, one text, one call happens like that. 956 at email.com, which reminds me, Northeastern Insurance has now been nominated for the best insurance agency in the Capital Region, thanks to the Times Union, which, Levac, uh, sad news here, you and I did not make yeah. the list this year. What did the not hell? make the list. What the again, hell? Again, we didn't make the list, which it just goes to show, I'm just going to say it, I'm just going to say it. Times Union, shenanigans. Collusion, shenanigans. Um, everybody at the Times Union is is dirty. Um, as dirty <laughs> as their paper is when it lines a birdcage. That's the deal with the Times Union. And I don't have to be nice to you anymore. My building's not named for you anymore. Big <laughs> fan of MVP. Big fan of MVP. But the Times Union clearly has an issue with me. Clearly has an issue with you. Um, and uh, you know what? Uh, Discuss, yeah. As, as, you know... I just, uh, I'm very, I'm glad. I'm glad that they didn't put us in because it just goes to prove that they a have no idea what they're talking about and b uh, are just uh, dirty, dirty, dirty people who are holding a grudge and have no journalistic integrity whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll say this by the way. At uh, me, would, bro. At me. I would like to toss this out there, and I and I'm almost positive on this one. And people can say, "Guys, you're being bitter," blah blah. No, I'm almost certain that the names that are listed for the best local personality were actually the six names that were nominated first. I believe right. that six is you just have those the names top in front six. Of you? I do have the names in front of me right here. Can you read them? Can you read them? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to fairly judge each one of these people as to whether or not I think they deserve to either be nominated with us or would or should beat us. I'll be fair. Uh, I- Here's my pick to win. Steve Caparizzo is the first name I see here. He is one of the best human beings alive. He is 100%. He should he should beat us um, for being a good person. I'm funnier than he is. I'm just saying. And now that I've adopted yet another evil dog, um, I know he is like 20. Uh, I feel like he owes me, even though he wasn't. He, it's not his fault. This dog in in the last week and a half has put a crater size hole in the drywall at the base of my stairs and he just started running and then i heard i almost i like heard the dog equivalent of no breaks as his claws started going and then thump and then he just came over sat down next to me like the cat broke the wall i don't know what's up and his new game is puppy confetti 
where he will either get into the garbage or find pieces of paper around the house, shred the, the F out of them while you're away. And then it's, and then when you come home, it's like, look, I'm so happy you're here. I made puppy confetti. That's so, so again, I might be putting this anger on Steve, which is not fair. I love Steve Caparizzo. I'd help with anything pet connection related. He's a great person, but the weather sucks and this dog's a jerk. So you know what? I, I vote for us over Steve at this moment. You know, I want to get back to this. I will get back to the Times Union nomination list and we will talk about yeah. media members about, we will talk about uh, more on this puppy confetti. Can we sell this? Yeah. Can we, can we package this? Can this go on the Godzilla media, LeVac and Gaz gift store? Thanks to Elevation 10K. I'm, I'm, you know what? I will 100% start bagging it up for us if you need. But I more or less have just started calling it puppy confetti instead of the dog shredded the freaking garbage again because it makes me feel better as a person. It makes me, like my daughter's friend came over the other day and it was all over the floor and I just looked and I just looked and he ate the dustpan because he didn't want us to take the confetti away. He he ate the dustpan. Um how I, looked, <laughs> I looked I looked at I looked at my daughter's friend and I went, look, he made puppy confetti for you. And in my head I'm like, you know what? I feel better. So that's why it's called puppy confetti. It's more for that mental health thing. But but no, I'll bag this shit up. If, I mean the lovely product he's made. Here he comes as soon as I said it. But he's like, what'd you say? He wants his cut. He wants his cut of his Wait. <laughs> he's like, All right, back, he's like I, got, back, I get raw hot out of this? Look at back, back to the times you All get right. local so media Cappy, personalities. I, I love Sabri Cappy. Sabrina Damani. Do you know her? Who, who, Sabrina who Damani. I think I'm saying her name right. S-U-B-R-I-N-A-D-H-A-M-M-I. I think she's a local television anchor here. I do not know her, to be honest. I'm not I don't know her. About it. I don't she know can't her. be a bigger personality than us because we don't know who she is. I'm do sure you know, she's lovely and talented. Yeah, for sure. Do you know what John Gray? Two different colored eyes. Think he made a deal with the devil. Um, he's actually married to one of my former interns. Whoa. So, yeah, he's a good dude. He does, he does a lot. Like, he does a lot. He works way harder than we do. Maybe right. not me now, but when we were just personalities, 100%. But still, Mark, screw him. We should win. Mark, Mark Mahalan. Who? Never heard of him. Sounds like a guy would do a crappy podcast on a shitty network. Tamani Wooly. Tamani Wooly. Do you know her? I I know her. I think she's the one on Spectrum at like seven o'clock in the morning. Oh, I don't have they, I don't have Spectrum. They send her off to like the craziest places. I remember when uh, Jordan was pregnant with Rex. I'd see her up on like the OBGYN television at like eight a.m. Hey, I'm out here in the middle of nowhere at circus. Here I'm out here in the middle of a bakery. Here I'm out here to like she. They would put her. What was the guy? Um, she's like the really friendly. Like she's a really friendly, happy black woman. Yes, she was. I, was you know a, what? I like Almighty. She had that feel. I don't. Well, you know, but the only thing is, I only see her like if I'm at the doctor's office because I don't have Spectrum. I'm thinking about going to Spectrum because of the Raging Cajun, but like I might. But it's the only reason I'm going to go back is like I know Mike James, who like, we're friends with, and everything works there, and everything. The only reason I'm thinking about going back is our boy Rob. Robert. Yeah, shout Cajun. out to Robert, like, the real raging Cajun. Because like, I'm not happy with Verizon either, to be honest with you. But but he talked me into going back to Spectrum. But maybe, then I'll know more who she is. But so far, no one that I think gets the name recognition that we do. James Carville. James Carville less than Robert, our guy. He's the real raging Cajun. I'm glad you brought up. The yeah. last one, the yeah. last nomination, Lydia Colbita. Oh, that's, that's – now see, hold up. Yeah, right there. that might be the winner too. Those are top two strong. I love, right there's, there. That's a strong class of people, but we should have been in it. We should we should have been in it. Uh, if I had lost to Lydia, I would I would I would lose to Lydia with a smile. She is one hundred. She all right. Listen, don't don't tell anybody. She's my celebrity crush in the market. Ooh. I love. She is she is tall, funny, can dance, 
loves the same TV shows I love. She's, I love, she is, if she ever wants to play, can you keep a secret? I'm your guy. Maybe a future guest here on LeVan Guys. I believe she's retired. Well, not I now. Not that I said that. It's going to creep her out a little bit. She's very happily married. <laughs> the, the dating show. That's right. She's retired. Yeah. to be a different world out here for Lydia Colvita. She doesn't even know. Yeah, but she's she's not retired from her marriage. <laughs> she doesn't know. I mean, look, if you want to negotiate that for me, guys, I won't say no. I mean, she's the one She she's the one who got me to watch Game of Thrones. Because when I was on oh. GNA, we would talk about Walking Dead all the time. And when she would come in, she would go, have you watched it yet? And I'm like, nah, I don't know if I'm into it. She's like... Like it was like like the nice she's the nicest woman in the world. Gave me the stink eye. The dog is now chasing his tail. Um, she gave me the stink eye and goes, It's it's like medieval sword fights, dragons, and basically zombies, white walkers. It's a hundred percent up your alley. I think I watched like three seasons that weekend because of her. So yeah, no, I love her to death. So all people all right, I so, like. All people all I right. like. So nothing we can that complain about Holland Drive, whatever the hell. Sounds like I still want sounds like somebody gets carried around by Ashley Miller a lot. I want to, that's right. I want to see the votes on this. I know we got a lot of feedback on that. I will complain one more time. I think that was the top six people on the list. That's all I'll say. I think we did a if, nice showing. So six, so it's supposed to be six people? Yeah. All right. So if we're being real, the top, the, the people that should be up for, if we, I would have to do TV and then throw in some radio too, because like for TV, you got to do Roger Weiland. You got to do John Gray. You got to do Cappy. Lydia Colbita, you got to do all those. You, those they all got to be in there. I think you got to do Liana Bonavita. You know, I, I like she's at everything. Can I put Chris Honorado and Ashley Miller together since they're married as one person? Ooh, I, Chris Honorado was nominated with Sean Bagnardi from Honorado and Bagnardi. Although Ashley was on the for list what? as well for their podcast that, uh, or show who? or whatever. I think it's a show. See, that's why Honorado is getting knowledge because he's being held down by that Bagnardi punk. That's what's going on there. <laughs> um, but Benita Zahn, there's so many great TV people in this market. Chet Davis is now the morning anchor for CBS 6. Maybe people got confused if he was sports or he's a part of Never heard of him. Chet who? That's right, Chet Davis. Who's the, who's the other one that I think is the Kyle same Ray. person? Kyle Ray. Is Yo, the no, there's the other oh, one too. That, that, yeah. I think that uh, Gardner Davis and Chet Royce are very good on TV. Those are different people. Very, very, very good. Oh, well. No, we and then like it. radio, like like Sean McMaster should be up for a bunch of stuff. Again, Roger, Roger Cross is over. Brian and Chrissy, they're one human. They're joint. It's like that Stuck on You movie. They're joined at the hip. <laughs> they should all be in there. All those people should be in there. They should. I, I, uh, I love Cantera. He should be in there. Big weed guy. He's excited. The world's about to open up. You know, a little weed guy, but you know what I mean. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and then and then you know me and and whoever you are. You know what? I got an issue with Cantera. I heard that by the way. Levac and Gaz together. I got an issue with Cantera. No, no, no. You got the name wrong. It's Levac. It's Levac. Where was Cantera at the Mohawk Chevrolet Wing Contest? His name was on the email. No call, no show. Wow. Cantera, where were you, buddy? What's going on? That's wrong of you. What do you mean? Just because he's short and you hadn't looked down to see him doesn't mean he wasn't there. That was hurtful, guys. That was hurtful. That's heightism. You should be ashamed. You should be ashamed. Next time we all hang out, I'm going to put him in one of those baby Bjorns, and I'm going to walk in with him, and then you're going to have to acknowledge him. Like Roman Reigns, you're going to acknowledge Mr. Cantera. Do you want to tell he, us about he, what? what? Cantera is one of the only people who's always nice to me. How dare you do that to him? You guys, I you caught guys... him and he gave me his pot of gold. 
I want him in an Empire game this year. You guys have some hilarious oh, chemistry. You too. I love him. <laughs> I like Quinn a lot too, but he's just a different kind of dude. Like it's hard to yeah. keep on track with what he's talking about. But is my guy. Uh, you know, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Jeff, with all these people, you'll need a bigger house to have them all over. And that is like, why I would, right. I would, I would agree with you 100. percent And I would call my friend Cindy Martin, part of the Jen Karam team over at Howard Hayden Realty, and I would say, Cindy, my people need to become your people so that I can fit all my people in my house. And by the way, can you take this stupid dog away? Um, and Cindy would be like, "Be nice to your dog because she's a great person." And uh, here's the deal: this time of year, I know what you're thinking it's a little cold, a little windy. Don't want to be outside looking at houses. Don't want people. People, nobody's gonna look at my house. Anybody who is shopping for a house right now is 100% motivated. So they, the chance that they come here and everything else, the chance they're going to buy goes up substantially. And that's why Cindy's going to help you out. Campbell, go away. I'm talking about Cindy Martin over at Howard Hayner Realty. <laughs> he dropped the toy and looked at me. He did. Uh, he's like, oh, she's cool. I like her. She's a very nice person. Um, <laughs> so listen, Cindy's the best. She's one of my favorite people. Anytime one of her people, one of her homeowners or whatever has a problem, she calls techies. And conversely, every time some one of my people go, hey, I just, you know, it's just so hard to find a good realtor. I'm like, yo, Cynthia Martin at HowardHanna.com. Or here, I'll give you your cell phone, 518-932-5558. 518-932-5558. Cindy is 100% the person that you want to deal with. For most of us, house is the biggest investment we make. Make sure it's one that you love. Or make sure you get every penny out of it if you decide to sell it. Cindy Martin, Howard Hanna Realty. That's my pal. That's my buddy. She's going to be at the Firewolves game, I'm sure. She's going to be at every Empire game. She already got her season tickets locked up. She's all about the community and being out. So can't wait to see her next time we're out. Um, but that's that. Will you go away? Shout out to Cindy. You know, LeVac, at this point in February, we'd start looking towards baseball season. Pitchers and catchers would have arrived. We'd probably, you and I, be a few weeks away of talking about how the Yankees and the Mets looked and all. We're going to get baseball, right? Like, it, it, I know we've talked about the lockout and when we're going to get game. April is April still a realistic goal. Have you accepted that there may or may not be baseball in April? Where are you feeling now here mid February about the start of the baseball season as you're getting licked by camp? <laughs> if you're listening on audio, go to YouTube and just watch that moment. 101 57. Just scan to that part and watch the licking of camo for camo has taken over the show. He has taken over the whole damn show. Um, he just wants to play. He's such a puppy. Um, he's a 60 pound freaking giraffe necked puppy who steals things off the counter and shreds them. Uh, so what there's last we heard, they were talking about what starting spring training on March 5th now. Yep. So we're going to have baseball. It's a matter of how much baseball, when it's going to start. We're going to have baseball. And I think right now there's no immediacy because we're still on the tail end of this 56th burst of COVID. So why rush if you're them? You know, I mean, obviously it's open air or whatever, but you can, you, you can't tell me that this gajillion dollar industry is willing to go on 15 minute inter, like conversations as to how to save it. Like, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense. Like the, the PR that you're getting is terrible. It's, it's bad. You got You've got to put your stuff together. I think there's there's 100%. Hey, look, we weren't going to start on time anyway. It just wasn't worth it. The the NFL had all these cases, and all of a sudden the playoffs happened, and there's none. Like people are going to ask a lot of stupid questions that we don't want to answer. Drag our feet a little bit. We'll start March 5th. Everything will be fine. Everybody will be happy. We'll go out. We'll probably 
maybe we play 154 games instead of 162 or something like that, and we just call it a day. We just have at it. Maybe that's it. I, I just there's going to be baseball. I'm going to Yankee Stadium this year. That's happening, and hopefully there'll be a game. I'm with you too. There's going to be baseball at some point, whether it's April, May, June, July. At some point, we are going to get some form of baseball. I will still stick by my theory of as long as the playoffs happen, as long as the World Series is not canceled, it doesn't have the effect like 94 did where people really got turned off by the sport. As long as they get some type of playoff feel by the fall, they're okay. And I still stick by if even if they start in July and there's more of an urgency to the season, you and I covered uh, 2020's baseball season where even though it was weird, the expanded playoffs and the games did feel a little bit more exciting because it was a it was race. Okay. Yeah. yeah, like well, at that made, point, it was just good to have baseball. Yeah, <laughs> and may, and maybe I'm a little biased because the less games that are played, the more likely the Orioles can actually be good. So that also helps out an Oriole fan. So take that buster <sighs> only. It just but means no. you lose less. I mean, I think. But yeah, hey, that's right. Where's the meme? Point at the head. <laughs> think about it. Can't lose as much if you don't play as many games. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Passan reports that starting February 28th, it could be as soon as everyday meetings for the owners, which has been one of the biggest criticisms of fans. They're like, okay, you're both fighting and you're just going to meet when you feel like it. That doesn't feel like you're resolving anything. Right. But you got. I think we have to reposition this in the thought of if you've ever fought with a friend or a family member, do you talk to them the next day after the fight? And do you talk to them two days after the fight? Some people don't do that. Some people are like, you're wrong. Or the person you're arguing with says you're wrong. And it's hard to come to that conclusion of let's come together and work this thing out. It may take time. That's just the realistic things that happen in arguments. I wish I could say we're closer or further away. The problem about this is here's what happens for people like you who cover the sport and talk about it and have people we know and everything. This is a public relations game through the media. Jeff Passan, I think, is aware of that too, that people from the Players Association will feed a guy like Passan a story so it like sways public opinion. And then the owners will feed him a story and then that will sway. We saw all that stuff happen in 2020. So sort of like the head coaching searches in the NFL, besides dates of meetings, I don't believe anything anybody's saying about this stuff. Like I, I want to obviously take the side of the players, but it's really hard to gauge if they're closer or not because of this game, they like to play with the media guys. Well, and here's the, like what you're saying makes a lot of sense, right? If I can make the media and the people believe you suck, I can put more leverage behind my argument and make you see my side that much easier. That's all well and good when we're not talking about losing millions and millions of dollars because that's where we're at. Like, if if you play, let's say you play 130 games this year, right? If I'm the owners, I'm going to fire back again, just like I did before with, we will pay you for 70% of the season, 80%, whatever you play. That's what we're going to pay you for. That's it. And then they're going to go, well, then we're not going to play. And then the owners are going to go, okay, don't play. And then all of a sudden we get to a point where instead of making – 100% of your money, 70% of your money, they're making 50% of their money again. And you and I hear that and go, oh, no, however will, you know, pick a name, live on $15 million instead of $30 million this year. Guess what? It ain't easy because that pie, that pie still gets cut. Everybody gets their money. They still get theirs. Your house still got to pay that mortgage on that friggin' $5 billion mansion you, you got. And all, that other stuff. all that's going to still happen. So I – I think what you're going to see is 
they will this has all been kind of a hey rob it's tony um just curious drop dead date to play on time we'd have to be in we'd have to be in spring training by march 5th all right so as long as we start serious negotiations by i don't know april 21st if you guys are serious yeah we can bang on a deal in a couple days what oh it's a camp at march 5th all right cool all right yeah all right well, I'm very angry at you. <laughs> not angry at you too. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's it's right. these people. They know, man. Like, they they know. They have it all. It's all mapped out. Like, if we if we hold out one more day, it puts the pressure on this. And we hold out two more days, it puts pressure on that. But if we hold out three more days, we're fucked. <laughs> so, right. so it'll turn. It'll turn. Get out of there. Why are you being annoying? I'm hoping we get baseball. I'm hoping it happens soon. I'm also hoping that the winter starts to slowly go away. We've had some nice days here in the capital region, but for some of you that might be looking down at your basement and wondering about your furnace or your boilers, Johnstone Supply in Troy is your place. You're likely listening to this show on a weekend. Head over to 6th Avenue in Troy. Stop in. Say hello to the crew over there. Maybe they're there. Maybe they're not. We'll see. Maybe they'll say we'll say it's open on a Saturday or a Monday, President's Day. Now I'm figuring out my clock, what days actually is. You're probably gonna go in there on a Tuesday. Stop in a Johnson Supply Trick. You know what? Wait outside and bang on the door. I want Tom. I want George and I want a new furnace. <laughs> and if they don't answer, then call them. 518-272-5922. If they don't answer, wait until the weekday. 518-272-5922. And ask about the John Goodman furnace. 2% off. If you just talk to somebody at Johnstone Supply in Troy and say, I heard about it from LeVac and guys, you guys are giving 2% off. If I just say John Goodman Furnace, take advantage of that deal going on. All great things if you're looking for those changes that have happened in your home. Also, check them out on Facebook as well. Always got great updates going on there for deals that you can have, especially with winter projects on the way. You want competitive prices for the tools that you need. It's right there in-house at Johnstone Supply in Troy. The furnace, the boiler, the things you need around your home. You want a great place to find those prices and people that you want on your side if things go wrong. It's Johnstone Supply and Troy, based here in the Capital Region. Family owned and operated, 518-272-5922. All right, I've already got the graphic up, LeVac, here about the college football playoff. I feel like it was the worst storm for people who wanted expansion like you and I. You and I like more college football. We like chaos. We like all that stuff. But unfortunately... It seems like this past college football playoff results slammed the door on this till 2026. That's a report coming from Pete Thamel. College football will not be expanding their playoff. What do you make about the decision from college football to keep this thing at four? Uh, I hate it. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's wrong. Um, but I don't hate it enough that it's a problem. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's not like I'm a, you know what? Then I'm I'm not going to watch college football this year. Like the only thing I'm promising you, I won't watch based on this decision is additional college playoff games because they won't exist. But I just think it's it's become clear that it it could work, right? I mean, Cincinnati played a good game against Georgia, so like let's see other teams that can play good games and maybe sneak in and get get a win. Camel clearly upset that I'm talking about Georgia not being the best. <laughs> He's just like, I don't know what's going on with him right now. <laughs> He's like, I want to watch, watch. Yeah. Right. I want to watch TV. Um, no, it's, I, I, I know they said they were going to take their time doing all that stuff, but I just, I'm ready. Like, let's, let's expand the college playoffs. Let's do it. 
I wanted it to happen so bad. I would have been down with eight. You know, I in D3 land, we played 32. That's probably too much, and they're not going to eliminate regular season games because the people who don't make the playoff want that revenue for home games. So I get that. I'm also with the idea that if you have to expand college football at the FBS level, there's never been a better time to do it for the student athlete than now because guys who don't play, like there's all these NIL deals with like offensive linemen eating at like steakhouses and all this they will be compensated for the first time ever for their expanded time on campus. So my feelings for them about having to stay longer on campus is not as, oh, woe is the college athlete like it would have been in the past. Like you have, if your team is in the playoff, you're going to be just fine. So I'm not, I'm not feeling uh, bad for the college athlete that has to stick around a little bit. But unfortunately, here's what happened, right? You had Cincinnati be the lone representative ever in the history of this thing of the non-Power 5 teams. And they got crushed. Like, they got buried. They really weren't competitive in that game. As much as we want to try to make an argument that they were, they weren't on the same field. And I know a lot of SEC fans were killing Cincinnati. They weren't as bad as the SEC wanted them to be, but they weren't ready. And that really sucked. Uh, Michigan, I was rooting for your Wolverines. Hardball and the success. I wanted all that stuff to happen against Georgia. Unfortunately, Georgia wins the national championship, and their defense is historically good. Your Michigan Wolverines didn't look good. Now the Big Ten can step back and say, "Hey, I mean, uh, I mean they look. I mean, they looked nice. They didn't play well." Right, right, right. <laughs> uh, you know, the Big Ten can take a step back and be like, "You know, we probably don't want to get embarrassed if we put our second best team against the SEC. Let's not risk this." All the other Power Five conferences are like, "Come on, like make an argument why Cincinnati should be here." The Pac-12 is like, "Hey, we're an Auburn weird run away from Oregon being a national champion years ago, and USC has Lincoln Riley." And our conference isn't that great. We'll take our one representative and roll the dice with Lincoln Riley. We're good. Uh, ACC. Hey, Clemson and Florida State might be back at some point. We're not. Here's what it really was. I know she didn't say Syracuse. Just, just get me to the pinstripe bowl. All right. I saw the projections. <laughs> our guy Bill Bender, I believe, had them in the Fenway Bowl against Cincy next year. Thank you, Bill, for giving me hope for the next seven months. It's like kind of going for a contract and having the least leverage possible to get anything you want. That's what happened with these guys. Like, if you want an expansion, this was not the year to do it because if you're the Big Ten, the Pac-12, the ACC, basically anybody but the SEC walks in there like, yeah, I got nothing. I can't tell you why we should expand after the efforts we all put out last right. season. Yeah, it's – listen. I thought it was a good year of college football. Obviously, Michigan was better than normal, which helps me enjoy it. But here, here's here's the reason why I think it makes more sense that you, you like on top of what you just said with the NIL. Don't I make more money if I play more playoff games? Don't yes. I? Don't I? Make, yeah, like don't I showcase my skills longer for the XFL, the USFL, the NAL, the like. Take away some bowl games if you have to. I don't think you have to. I think every, I think you just I think you do it all. But I think when with these bowl games now, you've got to go court more bar stools and all those other things, places that are going to make it different, make it cool, and just play more. Just play, if, if worst case scenario, play nine regular season games and get in the playoffs. I don't care. But again, these guys, a lot of these guys aren't going to college to be doctors. It, it, it happens. But they're going there because they think they have a shot at the NFL. Give them extra games. Give them bigger showcases. People who don't watch 15 minutes of college football, watch the playoffs, watch the championships, watch the big bowls. Give them more. Give them cool bowls. Give them give them playoff games. Give them championships. And, and put the spotlight on, on the athlete. Now, in doing so, 
let's find a way to spread that money a little bit better. So it's, uh, some of it goes to so you know Coach Tom Goslowski the third over here gets gets a team to the you know Tax Slayer three hundred championship game or whatever or, or quarterfinal game he gets a you know five hundred thousand million dollar bonus. Maybe he gets a two hundred thousand dollar bonus, and the rest goes to the players in some way, shape, or form. That wouldn't be terrible. That'd be kind of yep. nice. Or maybe you know, how how about this? Dump the extra money into healthcare that goes longer for the players who might get hurt while they're playing football. Hey, wouldn't that be Look nice? That. Take care of the people Look who don't go on to the next level. Hey, Hang why do you have with... health insurance for your whole life? Because I played for the Cincinnati Bearcats. Uh, oh, really? Basketball? No, 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 no. <laughs> Uh, you just—I had to—I just got somebody texting me. It was my dad who wanted to remind you that he wanted to now claim on our podcast that he will not be doing any more teen television dramas. Uh, you have a story about that too. Real quick. I don't I have do. to this long, but like he was on Pretty Little Liars and uh, he shot for like three days. But you sent me a text super early in the morning about this. So Veth, our friend who is one of the security guards over at MVP Arena, texted me. Well, it was Wednesday morning, right? Because I just I just yeah. got just got to be fit, uh, you know what I'm saying? Um, and he's like, "Is Gosh shooting a TV show today?" And by the way, he wrote GOS, so he must have just seen the name on the like on that. the sheet. Nice. And I was like, "I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking about." What, what do you, he goes, "Oh, I'm shooting, I'm in it, blah, blah blah." And I see his name on the sheet, and I go, "Oh, I go, no, 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 no. You're talking about TG two, not TG 3 like his dad is, I think he's a carny. His dad is not a carnies or something. Oh no, I said uh, vagrants. I think I said vagrants, he was a vagrant, yeah, something yeah. else. And he goes, "Oh no, they're carnies." That explains it. And it's, so now, like I said it to you because I knew you'd love that, and I knew your dad would like that story. But now it turns into like a fifteen text conversation between me and Veth over what does his dad look like? What is this? What? Because I was gonna go try to find your dad and say hello, <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, so finally, I, I finally write to Veth. I'm like, I don't have any underwear on right now. And the conversation ended. We haven't talked since. So. <laughs> you haven't talked since. Yeah. I, well, I just got out of the shower at the gym. So I was like, you know, all right, let's just see how bad he wants to know what, what your dad looks like. <laughs> My original thing was I to write this episode description of Gaz's dad's in movie, but now I'm going to change it to best way to end text conversation. So someone's going to someone's going to scroll through the whole podcast and be like, I got to hear what Levac ends a text conversation with. I'm not wearing underwear and just see where the conversation yeah. goes after right. that. Yeah, and, and look, it could he could have won that. He, like I like to call that gay chicken when you do that kind of stuff, like from like straight guy to straight guy. Like I'm not wearing underwear, and then it's like, oh, all right, you win. I hear <laughs> where he could have easily back pictures that didn't happen. Like, and then I would have lost. Um, but you know, or I would just send, if I was smart, I'd just send a picture of the underwear like there. But uh, <laughs> but no, it's it's uh, you know, it, I would I get to, every day that I've gone to the gym and like the last couple weeks, something weird has happened. The major accident outside of Techie Fire and Water Restoration. The your dad being in a movie. All those things. Like it just keeps. By the time I get out of whatever, like whatever class I've taken, there's some weird conversation waiting for me in my locker. So, uh, look at this, this. By the way, what is that? a new <gasps> laptop is coming? Look at the new laptop has arrived. Come here, buddy. What is Come it? What'd here. you get? Did you go Mac? Uh, no, I, I'm a PC guy. Mac's confused me. Okay. I'm not smart enough for a Mac. Yeah. The N the NV three sixty ooh on sale. Look at that. It, it could be the Jurassic, you know, whatever, just stone tablet from from Flintstones. It'd be better than whatever you have now. What is the so name this, of the computer that you're on now? Uh, 
It just has a picture of a fruit right now. No, I'm just kidding. That's uh, an Intel Core processor, Adobe Lenvo. What's this say? I don't know. I think it's a Lenvo computer. I think it's a, I think it's Lenovo? a Coleco. Lenovo. Someone's going to make fun of me. A but Lenvo, it is like, huh, it's, like, it's like 10 years old, 15 years old. <laughs> it's, and it like warped. I got, I got, yeah. Let's I'm sign gonna, off so you can go turn that computer off. I can't wait to get off this computer. This will be the final episode I ever do on this computer. So uh, this will be can we take it? Can we take it and shoot it? No, because I might want to sell it to somebody on online if that's no, still a thing. Nobody's going to buy that piece of shit. Oh, somebody could. Look at all the great things. LeVac, all the great donuts I've eaten on here I haven't cleaned off. The busted keyboard. I'm going to, you know what? If you're you listening to this and you want this laptop, at Tom Goss, T-O-M-G, it was easy on Twitter. Goss at GossLimedia.com. I will consider selling it to you. You should autograph it first. Ooh. Autograph it. And then, like, you should write on it what each stain is. And just one of them put a woman put like a porn star's name next to it. You see, any action this weekend, <laughs> which is a perfect leader for a porn star. I'm telling you this: yeah. I, I am not an NASCAR fan. I googled who is going to win the Daytona 500. Just googled it. Instead of doing research, yeah. I'm taking my advice from random websites. Two people wrote Eric Jones. I have no idea who he is, no, but he's at no 66 book. to one. I said, you know what? That seems like a smart thing to do. So I don't know who Eric Jones is. I'm telling you right now, I'm betting him 66 to 1 because I Googled who's going to win the Daytona 500, and I saw his name twice. There's my only action this weekend. I'm a bad Brad Kozlowski fan. I like Brad Kozlowski. That's who I like. Nice. It's the only – him and the Miller Lite car were the only thing – it's the only faster moving Miller Lite than one in my hand. That's why I like Brad Brad Kozlowski. That's my guy. All those people say we don't talk NASCAR enough. There you go. There's our picks and and our analysis. And I also, uh, who else do I, what I don't know. Like, I, I haven't watched him forever. So, not to ruin the mood, my buddy Eric is like my NASCAR guy. I usually watch Daytona 500 with him. And he's recovering at, uh, at, at Boston Med there after the, the big accident at the marina. So, I guess I have to watch because I got to do it for him. I got to watch for my boy E. NASCAR and golf have not been my favorite sports, but because those odds are so big, I now wager on them. Well, put you five bucks on an app or whatever. Like, yeah. I'll bet John Rahm or uh, or Brooks Kepka in, in just about anything, just for five ten bucks, because I like watching them swing clubs. This but, this will, yeah, I, yeah. Those guys are really good. Those guys, by the way, uh, this will be probably the last wager. I'm telling myself this now. I probably won't follow through. Uh, this will be the last wager I have until March Madness, because like this final week of February and that first week of March. I usually get slaughtered because it's conference teams trying to get off the bubble. So like all these really good teams don't care as much, but all these teams who really suck are trying to play their hardest to get in the tournament. So it's too much randomness. So I'm going to stay away, which reminds me uh, the prop bet update. I told you we were going to give you a prop bet update. We went through it. Uh, You and I, I had five picks. You had seven picks. Correct. We tied. We went four and four a piece. So I believe we. All right. So wait, so that you know what that means. Chad at the hideaway has to buy us both those giant Bloody Marys. I think that's what we agreed. I believe we actually agreed we'd buy someone else the Bloody Mary. I thought if we no, tied, no, 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 we agreed someone would buy them for us, I think. Oh, Wait, okay. Who did we say All we'd right. buy one for? I thought we'd buy for Chad if we tied. Day? Who? I thought we said we were going to get one for Chad if we tied, even though he Yeah, if he pays, we'll him. get him one. Don't worry. Guy, owns did... two, guy owns two freaking restaurants, the Hideaway and the Iron's Edge. He can he can afford a couple Bloody Mary. Yeah, and by the way, if we did say that, I'm going to go back and edit that out anyways, and add what I want in it. On the Whatever. Side. No. Yeah. What are you gonna, What are you going to do, Chad? Huh? What are you going to do? Um, mm-hmm. I Chad? did take Team LeBron minus five and a half. Uh, I did. You bet on the All Star game? 
Yeah, I'm not saying I have a problem, but I just we might have a problem. Um, yeah, I did Team LeBron minus five and a half, and daily wager the the ten minute podcast they do on ESPN. Fortinball has been on a heater. Yeah, we love Joe. Yeah, so you might want to listen and see. Yeah, see what Joe. He was he was completely wrong about the Raiders being in Vegas, but he's been on a bit of like I want to say that the days I've been able to catch it. So let's say six of the last eight days, he has puppy confetti. Um, let go, stop. He has. I think if he's done like three picks each day, I think he's he's like seventy plus percent right now. Ooh. Yeah, puppy confetti. There you go. That's what you wanted. Just see. There it is. Get down there. Yeah. My old laptop and puppy confetti. If you want to buy it now, uh, Levesque, we're back on Tuesday for Techies Tuesday, four thirty to six, and we've got the coach, coach of the Albany Empire join joining us. Yep. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's going to join us. A lot of big signings. He um, he was going to join us today, but my schedule was so freaking crazy. I didn't I didn't call him in time. And apparently there's work to do when you're building an empire or whatever. Um, no, he's he's awesome, and he'll join us. Uh, and I think maybe every Tuesday we could have somebody from the empire maybe moving forward. I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll use my powers as president. The dog is biting me because I took a piece of tape away from him. He's a jackass. <laughs> you're adopted. Weekend. I will see you Tuesday, dude. Goodbye. See you next Tuesday. <laughs> Do you want to leave with some advice? Is that the advice you want to leave with? Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. Who, wants to, who wants to buy a shitty computer and a dog? <laughs>